Well, good morning. First, I want to make sure I'm talking to the right people, so I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you, uh, have you ever wondered why some people make one decision and other people make another decision? Have you ever wondered about that? Talking to the wrong people. All right. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Let's go to Dairy Queen. Even though I'm not supposed to be doing that, I'm going to go to Dairy Queen today and get me a little mini. A little mini ice cream, a little mini one. And just take me a little bite and go on to the house. Have you ever wondered in your mind why some people make one decision and some people make another? All right, I got a couple, and I've always promised God, if God, if it's only for one, and so I'm going to stick with it. If you've got your Bibles, let's go to Ruth chapter 1, and uh, we're going to start at verse 6 and come through 17, but you know, if, if I left that question, if I left that question right there where it was at, and I asked it in that manner and left it. It's almost understandable because the question is kind of, it's kind of open-ended. It's kind of vague. It's kind of, it's got some wide boundaries. But what if I was to say, have you ever wondered why some people made one decision and others made another decision and they both... (laughs) They both grew up in likeness. Basically, they had the they had the same they had the same lifestyle, if you will. They they had the same culture. And if they had the same teaching, if they if they had the same the same evidence, if if all the facts And everything that you needed for those intellectual people, if you had everything you needed to make an informed decision, have you ever wondered why one person makes one decision and another makes another? They've got the same stuff. You ever thought about that? See, I've thought about that. Debbie and I, we've talked about that. How do, how, do you, how do you set up under a certain teaching? And you come through this thing, and you're, man, you're at the table. You are eating, baby. When you come away from that table, you're full. You got grease running down your elbow. You can't move. You go put the stretchy pants on. But yet you've got some that go to the right and some that go to the left. You've got some that grow and flourish and move into something and others still at the bus stops waiting for the next bus. Looking for the next fare. Mm-hmm. 
Have you ever wondered why? <laughs> I'm going to try to use Ruth to explain some of this. This is out of the book of Ruth, and y'all know I push the issue kind of, kind of hard when you're reading the Bible to be reading the Bible with a kingdom mindset. Everything there is spiritual. It's, it's dealing with your spirit person. It's not, it's not dealing <laughs> it's not dealing with your feeling. It's dealing with your spirit, man. It's to grow your spirit, man. And when you read the book of Ruth, what, you're, what you can depict in this and look at is basically one that has been brought into salvation, one that has been introduced to Christ, and one that has made the decision to leave what was to go to what is. And you find that as that person continues to walk through this path of decisions, that this person ultimately comes to the Father. Chapter 1, verse 6. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law. She had two of them. That she might return from the country of Moab. For she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord had visited his people by giving them bread. Therefore she went out from that place where she was and her two daughters-in-law with her. And they went on the way to return to the land of Judah. If you remember any of this story... They were living in Judah. They left Judah because of famine. Moab was not experiencing, though it was a few miles away, Moab wasn't experiencing a famine. So they up and took off. They go there. Now we find this scenario of, hey, wait a minute. Now this place has got a famine they are getting some eating, so we're going back again. Next, Tommy. And Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go return each, both of you, each one of you, return to your mother's house. And may the Lord deal with you kindly, as you have dealt with the deed and with me, with the dead. Sorry, not deed. I got them laying on my podium. The Lord grant that you may find rest, each in the house of her husband. Well, funny thing there, I don't have a husband. We'll get to that. So she kissed them and they lifted up their voices and wept. And they said to her, surely we will return, surely, we will, surely is emphasizing no, no, okay, we're, we're going to return with you to your people, we are, both of us. But Naomi said, turn back my daughters, 
why will you go with me? Are there still sons in my womb? She's basically saying, look, I'm too old. I ain't got time for that. It ain't happening. So ain't no sense in hanging out with me because I'm not going to spit you out no husband. That they may be your husbands. Turn back, my daughters. Go. For I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband tonight and should also bear sons, let's just say all this can line up. Would you wait for them till they were grown? Would you restrain yourselves from having husbands? Nah. My daughters, for it grieves me very much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. I mean, she thinks the world's turned against her. Then, then they lifted up their voices and they, they lifted their voices and wept again. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law. But Ruth clung to her. Praises of my people on their lips. Mm -hmm. But their hearts are far from me. Mm -hmm. And she said, look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you. Are, are, are you getting, are you seeing what I'm seeing? I mean, this, is, this whole book is so animated to me. Or to turn back from following after you for wherever, wherever you go. God, whatever steps you take, I'll go. Wherever you lodge, where, wherever you decide to rest, God, I'm, I'm going to rest. I've got to stick to the point here. I, I, I will lodge. Your, your people shall be my people, and your God, my God. For where you die, I will die, and... There will I be buried. The Lord do so to me. And more also. If anything. But death. Parts you and me. And we've got. <coughs> Naomi. And her husband move. To Moab. They're there for the better part of 10 years. Their sons marry Moabite women, which we find here. While they were there, in the matter of 10 years, I don't think that was what y'all think it was. It was just a sneeze. 
I love what I do. <laughs> In a matter of 10 years, Naomi has lost not only her husband, which doesn't seem too far, okay? But she's lost not only one son, which, man, that would have been devastating, but have lost two. What she had came in with, she doesn't have now. She finds herself in a strange place. How many of you know it's, it's a lot easier to tend to something different when you've got some other people that you know tending with it? Right. But let them people leave. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. You, you, <laughs> you went to church with your friends. Mm -hmm. oh, man, everything was lovely. Your friends left, there you sit. Uh-oh, I got to make a decision. Anyway, this is where we're at. And we're at a crossroads in life. Just like you and I. We, we all will face this time in our life somewhere. There is going to be a decision that's going to have to be made on our part. Based on the information that we have. Based on what we've experienced up to this point. Based on what we see. We're going to have to make a decision. And these two ladies had the same information. They have been with this lady Naomi for about 10 years. They have watched her. They have seen her actions, her reactions. They both knew something was different. They knew something was different enough to have drawn them from being content in Moab to going to that point where they were. They had walked out of Moab. They were... <laughs> oh, they like 50% of the Christian. I won't go high. I'll just say 50%. Right? We, we've made a half decision to follow Christ. We, we at least put away a couple of things. I don't smoke anymore. Don't drink anymore. Don't cuss anymore. But I still have, or I'm still dealing with, or you know, this is just, Come on. here they are. They're between breakthrough and bondage. Yep. That's good. Bondage and break. What is it that caused you to taste And made you dip again. You, you had that cracker. Mama put something on the table. And had some crackers around it. It looked pretty. So we tried it. And went. Man it's different. Not bad. It's not horrible. It's alright. And you come back. And you go. Man that was just something. Like a Lay's potato chip. I'll get you in a minute. It's like a Lay's. You can't eat just but one. Okay, all right, now we got you. Whew. Struggling for a minute. But we, we all make these, these decisions, man. We, we've made this decision to walk away from this thing, but we haven't made a full commitment just yet 
to walk into this thing. Where we are is better than where we were. Where we are is better than where we're going because I don't know. A lot of you won't make a decision to do anything other than what you do now because of the unknown factor. The unknown factor breeds fear. Fear breeds complacency. Boy, don't make me start preaching. I'm trying to teach you something this morning. But we all have these decisions. And here's the funny part about these decisions that you and I make in life. We all have the same information. We all have the same information. We just choose because I, I man, if I decide every every time I go, every every time, Pastor, every time I decide to do something for the kingdom, something happens, and I just rather stay. I'm comfortable. Bible says something about that. He actually says that uh, he'll vomit you out of his mouth. See, I'm not a coffee drinker. I drank one time with with somebody here in the church. That was a three-hour cup of coffee. (laughs) But by the time I got to the end, to the bottom of that cup, it was lukewarm. It just wasn't... that last drink, you just got to go like throwing a shot. <laughs> See, all of you wasn't saved. All of you wasn't saved. Y'all knew what I said when I said throw a shot. Look at y'all. <laughs> Lord, have mercy on your people. We <laughs> but that's where we live our lives. We live our lives in a season of lukewarmness. You're not what you used to be, but you're not what God wants you to be. You just... I go to church on Sunday. Pastor, don't make it so tight. We got guests. To be all right. Orpah and Ruth, they've experienced very similar lives. They knew there was a taste of something. There was just, there was something there that brought you back to the spinach dip. Right? Now, you ain't went head over heels on it because you don't eat it all the time. You just might eat it once a month. You don't eat it like every day, like you would drink your coffee every day. Like you drink your coffee like three or four cups every day, every day. a day. Every day. <laughs> or oh, your Mountain Dews. I don't want to leave you out. See, be careful, because I know what some of you drink. 
I ain't going to mention what others drink. But it brought you back to the bowl. What could have possibly happened in your life that brought you to the point of making the decision to even leave where you were? If it, it had to have been something good. Todd, it pulled you out of the gangs. You know, <laughs> it, it, it brought you away from people. It brought you away from a lifestyle. It was good enough to do that. Preach it. <laughs> uh, it's the water and the blood. See, the problem is you just want the blood. Right. <laughs> we just want... I just need the blood to save me. You know, because the water and the blood come out the side, right? That's what cleanses us. See, we don't, we don't want the water to wash us. We just want his blood to save us. Let me live in my lukewarmness. Can I jump in your living room? Let me jump in your living room. Jesus, I love you. And I ask that you come in my heart. And I'll go to church on Sunday. I'll tithe. I'll do it all. But I'm going to go back home and live. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back home and live with the same woman. Boy, don't come up in here Wednesday then. If you can't handle this, don't come Wednesday. <laughs> come on, church. Listen, I, I know this ain't popular preaching. Holiness is never something anybody wants to talk about. Because it requires a commitment on your behalf. And you're lazy. Our commitment level is just despicable. All the blood was good enough to bring me to this point. But, you know, I don't want, I don't want to get fanatical. I don't want to really start believing that if I lay hands on somebody, they actually going to get healed. Right? Well, I'll get some dirty letters. Probably will now because I'm lying. <laughs> but it's okay. He told me I was going to be able to do greater works than what he'd done. And, and it may not be in the, in the context. I mean, how much greater? Look. Okay. Let me clear this scripture up for you. How much greater can you do than create heaven and earth? You ain't gonna you ain't gonna create no other planets that ain't already out there and we just too dumb to recognize them. But I just wanna stay right here. It's not even my message. My message is split decision. That means two people made a decision. Somebody had to make a decision to go back. 
somebody had to make a decision to go forward. Same information, same person, same time, same events. And they can make opposite decisions? Tommy, look up Proverbs 26, 11. Oh, let him shell shock you on the screen. Let him throw it at you. I want to hit you in the face. Let, oh, there it is. <laughs> As a dog returns to his own vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Oh, that ain't, that, that's, that's not even my rendition. That's, that's not even... <laughs> That's straight out of the word. God calls it foolish. Yes. How in the world can you have tasted and turned away from it? And go back to, because I'm, I'm here to tell you If your salvation is factored based on what you do and don't do, trust me, you won't be saved long. Right. All right. That's true. <laughs> Why would we think so many people, man, let go of the rope? Because we as pastors and churches, we have, we have designed and organized and structured elements in the church to bring those to Christ. We, we've set this thing up like this so that we can all get together, we can have some music, we can preach a word. Hopefully there will be a stringing of an emotion somewhere that would cause you to go, Oh, man, that's got to be God. And then we call you to the front and we tell you to go through this thing and repeat after me like you're taking a pledge or an oath. What makes us think that we're smarter than the Holy Spirit? If the Holy Spirit is the one to convict your heart, don't you think that he's probably smart enough and good enough to put in your heart and in your mind the words to speak? But you want me to lead you in a prayer? Come on, this spoon-fed Christianity is going to have to stop eventually. You can't keep going home. Now I lay me down to sleep. Yes. Right. Eventually, you're going to have to grow from that. Unless you decide that where you are is good enough. And then you'll be left because you know, oh, okay, so halfway ain't good enough. Mm -hmm. Halfway gets you spit out just like cold. Mm -hmm. So halfway ain't good enough, Christian. That's right. Well, Pastor, you telling me I got to work for myself? Nope, not telling you none of that. Ain't said a word about works because it ain't got nothing to do with you. The Bible actually said that it's grace. Alone. 
can't be works. Because if it was works, then you can be glorified. It's by His grace. You can't be saved any other way. So I don't care how ugly you've been in the past. All right, now, now I'm going to help. Okay, all right. Now, she, see, she got cleaned up a little bit. She, she left a pass, got up in the intersection. Now I'm going to help those that are still in the intersection. And it don't matter how ugly you are right now. See, that's when, look at y'all, boy, I'm going to tell y'all what. Don't make me move this podium because I'll preach you. All of y'all right there should have said amen. I mean, at least she recognized coming out of something. <laughs> y'all won't even recognize that you're still in something. You can't fix a problem if you don't know it. That's right. True story. And if you won't recognize it, you'll never get through it. But you've got to make a decision. And it's either, see, this is not, these aren't even the complicated decisions in life. Because these aren't multiple choice. These are the, y'all ever been attacked like this by your parents? Look, I'm, this is a yes or no. Did you do it or did you not do it? Y'all ever been hit with that question? I mean, they didn't give you a chance to go, well, we know you either did it or you didn't. And most of us had to say we did it. Well, some of you lied and said you didn't. But we get to we got to make this decision. It's it's yes. It's yes to God. It's yes to Lord, or it's no. It, <laughs> well, I don't like meddling too much, but. We're going to have sex out of wedlock on Saturday. Jump and dance and praise the Lord on Sunday. Not saying there's anything wrong with transformation. But then Monday, we going back, and we going to bless the Lord with the one we was with. <laughs> Not Saturday, but Thursday night. Because Saturday was a different one. Come on. Come on, church. Look, this, ain't, this shouldn't be new to you. If you are a Christian, this is new to you. Come on, we, we, if I can stay right here, <laughs> thank you. If, if I can stay right here, see, they can't see everything. <laughs> they, now, that they know I ain't over there doing it no more. They can see that. They just think I'm being, I'm being transformed <laughs> and that this is where I'm at. So I can hide behind things. I can make it appear. Yeah. See, y'all automatically, let me get this out the way, because I see it on your face. <laughs> I see it on your face. You already put me in that example. And I'm trying to get you to put you in that example as well. Quit half-stepping. Don't, don't it bother you? Does it not scare? Does it not bring up in you a fear of God? Yes. Mm-hmm. To know 
that there are yes-no decisions in our life that we have to make? Either, either we say no to homosexuality Either we say no to being a whoremonger. See, y'all ain't liking the words, are you? Not liking the words. The, the words. The words are disturbing you. Let me tell you what that is. It's the Holy Spirit that's causing you to become uncomfortable. You've gotten a little tight. Some of them have dropped off on Facebook and YouTube. Oh, he's one of them preachers. Right. Yeah. I'm the one you don't like because I didn't set him office and try to season this to make you feel good. I come out with a thought and went, God, you're going to have to handle it. We, we, can't, we can't go, well, maybe God, as long as I can. You're fooling yourself. The Bible actually says what you do in secret <laughs> Uh-oh, watch this. You have four or five people have run, watch you. It's going to be revealed by the light. Shut them doors. We got to be careful. You Listen, the only secret you keeping is one for you. He knows. My son and daughter hate me sometimes. Because I always tell them, y'all do know that Jesus can see in the dark. <laughs> hmm? See, I ain't the only one, baby girl. I promise you. Where'd baby boy go? Oh, baby boy, he done jumped over in another chair. He said, <laughs> that boy made a decision because he was sitting in the middle. He said, nope. Not going to be used as a sample this morning. You run out the dough. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Split decision. Not a split second decision. A split decision. You've got all the information. Now you've got to make a decision. My prayer is that you make that decision in time. The Bible actually says in Psalms, it, it started off the scripture, I forgot what scripture it was, but it starts off in the course of time. <laughs> in the, you know, as time went along, it doesn't mean it's right, right now, in the course of time. You got to make a decision. Will you return? Because listen, there is not, and I'm, okay, here I go again. Here's Mr. Transparent. There's nothing worse than for you to hang out in the middle. There's, there's, listen, there's nothing worse. This is how I know. Because I go church over here, Right? Got my church folk. We hanging out. Why speak Christianese? Smooth as butter. I can lay it out there. Right? Let's go eat dinner. So we go 
to eat dinner. Now we're going to hang out with those in the hood and stuff. The, I walked up in the restaurant, and there's my boys. What up? And they said, what'd you say? Oh, I said, what up? It's, it's uh-oh, something snuck out. Now I'm going, how am I going to play the two? Because, see, I can't, man, look, we, we hang, and I can't allow you to see. And we go to church together every Sunday, and I can't let you see. There is nothing worse than hanging out in the middle. Man, you get tired, you get exhausted. They said the worst thing for a liar is to lie because he can't remember what he lied about. And he got a lie to get out of that one. Next thing you know, he'd already said the truth and thought he was saying a lie. And somebody said, uh-oh, and he went, oops. <laughs> you can't hang out in the middle. Look, you're either going to do away with The Bible says that we have to take off the old man before we put on the new man. Okay? So the order. Let everything be done, be done decently and in order. So there, there's an order to that. First, I have to take off. Do you know how stupid it would be for me to go to a fine place and get fitted for a suit and wear a suit in there to get fitted for a suit and never take my old suit off to be fitted for the new suit and then come in on Sunday with a new suit mm -hmm. come on. that look like I got two men inside of it, right? <laughs> or I got room for two men in it. Right. I mean, it's baggy and hanging and just, it's the same thing. You, you've got to take off the old man. And we're just so, I'm getting ready to tell on myself. We, we'd rather just walk in blue jeans and wear dress shoes. <laughs> huh? I should have stayed behind here. You couldn't have seen everything. It's just like us in our Christianity. We'll go to church on Sunday, live like hell Monday through Saturday. Come on. See, I haven't really lost the thought because I'm still on this split decision thing. And, and what I found intriguing about this whole ordeal was the fact that God can speak to whomever he wants to speak to to get them to do something. Do you agree? See, he, he doesn't, God, Sam, look, God don't need you to tell me something. Okay, he, he doesn't, I know it's going to hurt your feelings, but he don't need you. He sometimes has to use you because it ain't you that needs him to do it. It's me that needs him 
to do it because I don't have the relationship that is needed in order to hear him when he tells me because I'm living my life here in the middle and I don't have an intimate relationship with the one that created and called me unto salvation because I'm too caught up in over here and hanging on there to go all the way here that he might be able to speak the secret things into my life. I don't recognize his voice because he is not my shepherd because I'm only halfway. You're either all the way or you're not in it. Come on, you with me? You understand? Listen, God don't need... Uh Uh-oh. This is in the Bible. Tommy, I think I'm going to need... I might need this to back me up, maybe. God don't need... God don't need a person. God chose an ass. KJV. See, I know a couple different versions. Yes, he did. He's showing up to you. He might use the same person you're hanging out with. I ain't saying that. Let's see. See your minds. You're living halfway. But this is not an excuse. This is not, I'm not giving you authority to stay and hang out at the intersection of life. Because you think that God, well, if he can use a donkey, see, if he can use a donkey, then he can use Sam to tell me. I love you, but I'd much rather hear from God than hear from her. You should too. Let me say it loud enough so YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Homolites, Hermolites, and all them other people hear it. You should too. What? Why? Why do I want to go to church to hear some man feed me? And that's the whole purpose I go. Is so that that man can feed me. Or woman, I'll be politically correct. In the Bible, whatever. Man, I should be going to church. Waiting to hear confirmation. On something I've been on my face about. That's right. But no. This is what. This is why I told you earlier. That I'm not so sure. About the church right now. Because. They're not getting that spoon feed. The milk bottle still. It got that. Like an ounce. That's sour now. I don't think baby's going to drink sour milk. But it's got like an ounce still left in it because two months ago. Mm-hmm. 
two months ago, we was drinking on it, man. It was getting replenished. But it's been sitting in the same chair now for two months. And you haven't come in. So now my strength. Do you understand? Now why Jesus. Man, I, I picture it. This, this is a, everybody should probably, you probably got one, maybe two verses or whatever in the Bible that really causes you to go, whoa, wait a minute. Did he really mean, are y'all there? Or am I the only one? I see picture Jesus doing this. I wonder if I'll ever find faith when I come back. Do you want, do you know that that actually means there's a probability he don't? Did you just hear me? He said, he didn't, he didn't say this, Sam. He, did, he didn't go, Sam, I wonder if you're going to have faith when I get back. He sent it to everybody. Yes, he did. Dear God in heaven, if we've all missed it. Yep. Are you hearing me? Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to put my mind around that and go... God, is it like really possible that you don't find any faith when you like really? Like everything I'm doing that I think that I'm doing right, I'm I'm doing it all right. I'm missing it. I'm not saying that to scare you into more works to try to do better. Okay. I already give you a disclaimer at the beginning. It's only by grace and grace alone that you're saved. But that scripture, I cannot shake it. And it's been several, several years. And I cannot shake that verse. We got to make a decision. I wonder how many of us will leave out of here today. Shoot. Let's not even wait till we leave. I wonder how many of you here right now thinking about what you go eat after dinner because none of this actually appeals to you. None of you think it's even... That's just rocky. See, I don't... Man, I... That's why I hate to preach all the time. Because I want you to hear God, not me. That's why I don't want to become familiar with you. Because if I become too familiar, that is our, it's not our worst enemy, it's your worst enemy. 
because you'll only hear me. You won't hear God. You'll go, <laughs> that's just rocky. Or you'll get mad at me. You won't take it for what it is. You'll take it for what it appears to be. One of the hardest things to do is minister to family too, you know. Lord Jesus, y'all help me pray for mine. Eh? That's hard. I know why Jesus said, man, he wanted to heal. He wanted to heal and deliver. The best he could do was get rid of a headache. What? Jesus? The one that had all authority over demons? Jesus? He couldn't do miracles in his own hometown because of their unfaithfulness? Their lack of faith? That told me that he wanted to. But he couldn't. That's really going to mess with some religious folk. Because he can do anything. He can do anything. <laughs> but cross over his covenant. And his covenant was he created, let us create them, male and female, in our image. And give them dominion. See, <laughs> what you don't want God to meddle in, he probably won't for too long. Because he does have this tendency to be like a bride. I mean, to be like a like a like a like a spouse. <laughs> I didn't mean to say bride to where it was like poke 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 until you get it, but it, like a spouse, you know, because men can be just as antagonizing as women sometimes, and you know, irritate. <laughs> they can be your penina. All the information that they needed. And one decided to turn back to her folly. Possibly because of the fear of the unknown. Maybe the spinach dip didn't last for two miles. It only lasted for one. So she was like, eh, yeah, it wasn't all that good anyway. I'll go back over there. So instead of eating healthy, spinach dip's healthy. It's got spinach in it. And cream cheese. It's, it's got spinach in it. <laughs> it just wasn't enough to convince me to go all the way. It's kind of like Christianity. We get excited in the moment. We're walking on cloud nine, and then we hear elders of the church say, you'll get over that. Oh, that, that excitement, it, it'll, it'll wane. It'll wane down. Oh, you wait till you get the first problem. 
That's what. Come on, I've been around enough church folk, and I've heard it, so I know what I'm saying is truth. We'll kill our own people and wonder why church won't grow. Man, you've been gone for a coon's day. I can't believe it, you back on. Man, where you been? <laughs> now that person becomes offended. Walls went up. And then they proceed to tell you where they've been. If you would have stood back for a moment and noticed they didn't have the child in their arm that they had the last time. And because you're so Christian, you didn't even bother to call to find out where they've been for the past three months. To Come on, church. Well, I'm going to step all. Boy, I can't wait till Wednesday. I'm going to get up all in your soup bowl. I'm mixing your soup with my hands on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. We're going to stir it with my hands. We have to make a decision, man, if we're going to do this thing for Christ or if we're going to do it a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. Ruth decides there was something that brought me to this. And if it was enough to get me out of that it's got to offer more than what I'm seeing right now so I'm all in please don't tell me I've got to leave please let me go see that's the difference of getting saved and being transformed Because you can't turn into something else until you get out of what you were. Amen. You can't be both. Right. Well, I guess, you, I guess you could be. But what a picture will that show others? It's not about being perfect. It's about making a decision. It's not about having to struggle with some stuff. It's, not, it's making a decision. You know how you can tell the difference between the ones that want to and the ones that don't want to? The ones that don't want to are there all the time. Hey, brother, what's up? Where you at? Oh, man, I'm, oh, man. You already know where they're at. They're over living up life, man. They got them a girl wrapped around the neck and a beer in their hand. And I ain't, I don't know why I keep saying stuff like that. And you know where they're at. And they keep living in it. Having a conversation this morning. It's called bathroom conversations. It's like women. Y'all do the same thing. But y'all just. Y'all not right man. <laughs> y'all be right side by side in the stalls. And y'all be talking. <laughs> Look at my toes. I done my toes yesterday. Don't nobody want to see. 
We got rules. We got rules. So one's washing his hand, the other one's against the other wall. We got rules. It ain't no, hey, bud. No. Keep your eyes on the wall. Say hi to me when we're done. But it's, it's the practice of sin that gets you entrapped. It, it, it's, it's not... Without having to break this down, and please don't ask me to do it right now, but it, it, it's, not, it's not the sin nature. It's the sin it's different, okay? Sin is different than sin nature. We were all born into a sin nature. You choose to practice sin after you have met with Christ. Because once you meet with Christ, you're no longer a sinner. He has set you free of sinning. Now you still have the sin nature... So what I'm talking to you about is not the sin nature to where you go, oh, wandering eyes. Nope. Okay? It's, I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about the sin nature. I'm talking about the sin. Right. Come on. <clears throat> Man, I shouldn't have done that thing. And you beat yourself up, right? That's conviction. That's Holy Spirit going, dude, I told Hit right in the back of the head. He hit you right in the back of the head. That's that step up. Remember, you trip and fall, but the Lord's faithful. And you go, man, I'm going to do better next time. And you go, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. I'm speaking to you out of experience. Y'all ought to be grateful that I've got thick skin because you laugh at me when I talk about stuff. And I'm going, God, that's straight from my heart. That's exactly what I used to do because I would have to fall into that. I love women. I think women, whoop. But see, I had to fix some stuff. See, women, y'all don't understand it because y'all don't look at men. Yeah, right. Y'all got firemen calendars at the house. <laughs> Pictures of them firemen. See? See what I mean? See? See? After church, we're going to have an opportunity to... But this is where we are. This is where we are. You're going to have to overcome sin nature. And you have the power to do that. And that power has been called and is rightly named the Holy Spirit. Amen. Then after a while it gets from having to look for a squirrel to looking at how pretty the sun is. Amen. Right? That's right. It has to do with looking at this. And sooner or later, man, I'm just going down the street and I'm enjoying what I am seeing. And I'm not being distracted. That's good. If you live by the flesh, 
If I had time, David, we would talk men talk, but I ain't got time today. I ain't got time today. You've got to make a decision. You've been given all the information. It's right here. Everything that was written beforehand was written for your learning. Actually, it says it's written for rebuke, reproof, correction. Right, come on. Boy, can you imagine getting spanked with that? I get it every day. You're going to come to a point in your life. Maybe some of you are there right now. Oh, you've, you've, made, it, you've made a decision. And I, I don't have to talk about salvation. I'm talking, uh, I'm, I'm, talking dis, I'm talking life. You're at a crossroads in life. You're going to have to make a decision. Don't <laughs> get into intimacy with God. That's first and foremost. Get there. Get out of the middle of the road. <laughs> Get out of the middle of the road. Get on, get on the other side where you're supposed to be. And if you get over there, he doesn't have to use that donkey to crush your leg up against the wall. <laughs> y'all got to read the story. It's in Numbers. Y'all, y'all find it. You read it. And then go sit in the donkey. <laughs> what have I done to you that you're going to beat me these last three times? <laughs> Look. If I'd have been riding a donkey, I'd have passed out right there. Just... Well, he... he said, well, and starts talking to the <laughs> Having a conversation with a donkey. And the donkey talking back. It would have took one word out that donkey. And I would have said, dude, you get on my back. I'll carry you. <laughs> took him straight to the market, sold him, made millions. <laughs> we shouldn't have to wait to entertain such a thing. I shouldn't have to wait to hear a word from you. I shouldn't have to wait on a word from you in order to make me step. Because see, here, here's, I'll give you this and I'm going to let you I didn't even wear a watch today because I was scared I was going to run you over to like four or five. <laughs> so I just left my watch at home. So I'm, I'm going to try to wind down. I'm trying to drop landing gears. A lot of the times what we're doing, we're waiting on confirmation before we make the step. If you read the Bible, and you should, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. <laughs> your confirmation comes in your doing. And if God told you, just Do it. Just do it. If God, if God, if 
if God, I'd probably have to say that a little more holier like some of them, if God, <laughs> if God told you to do it. The reason I say that is because we have taken God and we have packaged him in such a manner that it delights us. Well, God said, man, but it's first. And then you want me to debate with you. I'm not debating, baby. If you said God said, I ain't bigger than him. He don't answer to me. Have a nice day. Good luck to you. Amen. And the whole time my stomach's sick. Because I'm going, God, did you really? No. You know how hard it is to sit and keep your mouth shut? When you know what somebody just told you is a lie. You know how hard it is to sit there and shut up? Because deep down, God's telling you. <laughs> they made it to this step, but they missed something on this one. Be quiet. See, we, <laughs> how do you even know what you're dealing with if you don't have an intimate setting with God? And as leaders and ministers, as priests, we should want to know what we're dealing with so that we tend to it biblically in humility and compassion. And love. Well, Pastor, you don't love nobody. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm joking. I do love you. Sometimes you just irritate me. <laughs> just Eric. But anyway, see, this is what happens. I'm done. I'm done. That's what happens. You sit there and the sun's shining on your head like it is mine. I mean, you stick out like a beacon. I pick you out the crowd. You'll make a decision. I'm just hoping it's going to be the right one. I'm hoping it's going to be the decision that takes you closer to God and not further away from God. I mean, we preached the sermon before, man, when they were on the ship. You remember when the disciples was going to the other side and they were halfway? The Bible says they were halfway there and the storm broke out. It's just like us, man. We're, you're halfway there and a storm breaks out and most of us retreat. If you just fight through the storm, you got the same distance to get to the better side. You got the same distance. <laughs> they gonna be just as tired as me and you, Dennis, if we gotta run. They gonna be just as tired whether they go back or whether they go forward. I hope you got something. I hope you got something. Because I didn't do it might have been one more point. God loves you so much.
He's so jealous. When you lean into people versus leaning into him. He's so jealous. He would much rather tell you, I love you. Have you ever heard, I mean, in your time with God, have you ever heard God just lean down and whisper? I mean, for real, I, I'm not talking about imagining something. I'm, I'm talking about the, the realness that's so real, it makes you open your eye. Because there's been times I literally felt him hold me. I've never heard him call me by my name. He's only called me son. I've never heard him call me Rocky. I've never heard my name. But I've heard son on numerous occasions. Most of the time it's correction. Now son, I ain't got time. But I've literally feeling as if he just and said, son, I love you. That means more to me than anything on this world. I mean, it's, it's nice to hear your daughter say, I love you, or your son say, I love you, but to have God tell you that, you, that he loves you, So I don't see how we can go back. I don't see how we can do it. I'm done. It's Sunday. Don't even know what time it is. I don't care. But God loves you. If I could spell, I'd spell it out for you. But he loves you. I say L-U-V-S. L-U-V-Z. He loves you. <laughs> Don't forget Wednesday night. If you come, just be prayed up. Okay? Because I'm, I'm going to try to get you soup bowl. We, we got to talk about some stuff, don't we? Man, if we don't soon, if we soon don't fix church as as a whole, huh? but we have to start somewhere. There, there has to be a leader. Maybe God's called one church to be that church that every time somebody walked by you, they go, "You just, you just act different." Well, maybe. you just act different. <laughs> Or what is it about you? Mm -hmm.